as always, make sure you guys follow us on our social media at Down for the Count 19 on Twitter and at D4TC underscore podcast on our Instagram. All right. This is the episode where you will finally get the wrestling news that came out last week. We're going to talk about everything from AEW to WWE and the possibility of a partnership to their restructuring with their new promotions. And of course, we're going to talk about the ever famous wannabe famous and the lure of the belt collector Kenny Omega defending his AAA title against the newly released and ready to roll Andrade at Triple Mania. So we got a lot to cover in this week's episode of Down for the Count. Be sure to make sure you guys listen up, take some notes, you know, get a snack, you know, join in on the fun. And if you want to have us discuss a specific topic anytime soon, make sure you hit us up here on Anchor. If you're listening to us on Anchor, you can always hit us up on our social medias, on Twitter or or on Instagram, and we'll be sure to get back to you and let you know if we're going to use your topic for the show. All right? So with all that being said, I hope you guys enjoy this week's episode of Down for the Count for Wrestling News, and we'll see you guys in there. And we're going to move into the wrestling news. So we got a couple of things to talk about. We're going to talk about Kenny Omega right quick. On, so, as you all know, <laughs> so as you all know, Kenny Omega is the belt collector. He has three titles, AAA title, the AEW title, and he now has the Impact World title. But there is a new challenger for said title for the AAA title. And it is Andrade. Andrade has staked his claims and challenged Mr. Omega at Triple Mania for the AAA Championship. What do you guys think? Not me ordering something over an hour ago and it's just now getting fucking canceled. <laughs> I'm so annoyed Sorry, right dude. now. That's, no, that's you're stuff. fine. Um, I don't, I'm just, as long as Kenny doesn't have that belt anymore, I really don't care who gets it. The fucking janitor could have it. <laughs> <laughs> Oh. Okay, I'll I'll let Janae and Tiff. I'll let you and Janae go first because I'm gonna go off because uh y'all know my <laughs> thing for Kenny Omega. I just want to make sure that this is just a rumor and it's not set in stone. But I heard a rumor that because Mox has still has that title from being over in Japan, and I don't fucking understand why he still has that shit. Uh, but that's a whole other story. I heard a rumor that they're trying to put a match between Kenny and Mox for that title. Is oh, does that have any? Last thing I heard, don't even defend that New Japan title. That's yeah. what I'm. That's what I'm talking about. They would. They want Kenny to take the belt, that belt, off of Mox, and I'm like, so what's it going to um, do? So what next the fuck would Wednesday. It do? So next Wednesday, he's putting his New Japan title on the line on Dynamite against Nagata, Nagata or something. See, so he's I'm putting the title on the line next week. I'm gonna let you and Janae go, Tiff, because I want I want to go last. Janae, what do you think? Um, honestly, do I think it's going to be a good match? Absolutely. Do I really care? Not really. Um, it'd be nice if um, Andrade wins. Just because I, me personally, I am not the kind of a person that would 
run a promotion and have someone um I'm just not one for like having someone collect belts and I don't want to have my promotion be a part of another promotions wrestler collecting a bunch of belts when it seems like I wouldn't be getting nothing out of it because he doesn't bring that triple a belt on tv unless he's facing someone that's from triple a and he really does that anyway so me personally i would rather see um andrade win i'm about to go off about on kenny omega Um, did you guys all say anything i mean i really don't have much to say about it so it's fine yeah i don't really have anything to say about kenny i hope andrade wins Andrade yeah, deserves I, it. Kenny does it. Simple as that. Kenny's had that well, belt. For two, Kenny's had that belt for what two fucking years now? It seems like. So, yeah. Right. And I'm. And I had to say this to a friend of mine. He's a huge Kenny Omega fan, and he got mad at me, and he hasn't talked to me since. So whatever. But just because you have all the titles doesn't mean you're the best wrestler. I agree. All it sounds like is that you're a whiny little bitch baby <laughs> and you have to get your way. Because honestly, I kind of like the way that Scott Diamore on uh, I saw this on YouTube where he was like, uh, basically, you know, he was just kind of trying to rally the troops because the, they're, they're coming out and they just look pissed and they're just like, well, what the, what the fuck honestly do we have to look the, to fight for now? You know? Um, and he was kind of like, you know, if Kenny shows up, he has to defend his title. If not, he'll be stripped. So, you know, and he kind of says, he's like, you know, it'd be a real damn shame if Kenny couldn't make it. Like, it was like one of those, like, hey, you guys can do shit. I'm going to turn my back and pretend to see something over there that's a little bit more important, you know? Um, I hate Don Callis. I hate this whole fucking stupid thing like you you you're you're not even don Callis need to stop running them cheap suits they're shot like you you, (laughs) you're not letting them get any shots in and you're basically walking over this company and i'm sorry who 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 signed that con i want to know who negotiated that contract and signed it because someone needs to get fucking fired there's I'm pretty sure four. Tony Khan did that with like a fucking Crayola crayon. <laughs> Three or four people fun. need to be fired over that deal on Impact like, side. This, this is so bad. Like this, like Impact is basically the wrestling phoenix. This company should have been gone eight years ago. It is still going strong, kicking ass, and fucking doing better than AEW. I don't give a fuck about AEW. I don't give a fuck about the Kenny Omega show. I don't care about the Young Bucks show. I don't care about the Cody Rhodes show. Fuck them. That company's going to go down and they'll have no one else but themselves to blame because there's nothing interesting. I had a friend of mine, I talked to her and she said last week they didn't even make it 30 minutes into the show and, and then her and her husband turned it off. They're like, nah, fuck this. Like, we're not we're not sitting through this and her husband is her husband is a hardcore kenny omega fan and even he is starting to go you know this is kind of stupid what the fuck are they doing 
and it's like the same thing with the with the impact clip everybody who was in there they were saying this was a stupid idea what the fuck is impact doing and then like the only people who were behind it or guess what kenny omega stands the elite stands bullet club stands i had i saw this one guy i was like look i've been a bullet club fan og bullet club fan for like years and he goes this is stupid kenny wants he's like y'all are bitching about triple h like 20 years ago with his reign of terror where's the same where's the same thing for kenny why were they mad at triple h huh why were they mad at triple h because it was triple h's reign of terror um wrestling with (laughs) did a really good video of it and it was like that time in in wwf wwe where triple h always had the title that's true. He always had it, and they called yeah. it the Reign of Terror because he had it for like a good three years or something like that. Um, that but go watch, go watch that video. That one actually makes a whole like a, a lot of sense. Um, but yeah, it this is stupid, and I'm I agree with Nicole said who when this deal is said and done, whoever's responsible for it needs to needs to fucking get fired. Like that is some. That is some horse shit in a half. And I hope I hope Andrade whoops his ass. And if AAA is the god weird way that they're listening, listen to your fan base. No one wants to see fucking Kenny Omega anymore. Everybody all got their got it all out? Yeah. Honestly, I don't care. I mean, I said what I said earlier. Like I, I just I don't care. I don't care. Um. You just want your food. I'm just tired. Yes. I'm so tired. Um, yeah, I just wish they would stop. I don't know what they should stop, but they should just stop whatever it is. All right. So, to even more weird news, there's a referee named Drake Works that works for WWE and NXT. He's a big Trump supporter, and, you know, he spews a lot of... Um, QAnon propaganda, okay? And his big thing in Florida now is that they are using the mask mandate Jesus. to further traffic, sex traffic minors and, you know, young children. He even went so far as to be a part of a council meeting wearing his NXT, t- NXT polo shirt talking about the mass mandate, how certain councilmen need to be fired, that they're a menace to their society, um, that the United States is, you know, we need to start fighting against sex trafficking. They're making it easier with these damn masks. It was goofy as hell. He started crying at one point. He needs help. I, I like, I, like, I know I'm saying this to be funny, but, like, that nigga needs some help. In that period, I was generally disturbed. And the reason why is because I I don't right off remember him. He's dead ass serious. Yes, and but he didn't have these issues with sex trafficking before. Your problem with it now is because you have to wear a mask and you think that this is gonna further the efforts of the traffickers. His wife is just as nutty too. Well, I mean she would have to be there she's married to him. (laughs) it's just it's strange to me that you're so concerned about sex trafficking but only 
when it comes to these masks. I don't remember him posting anything about these grassroots sex trafficking organizations that do help get girls and young men who are sex trafficked as well as the LGBTQIA community because they are heavily targeted too. In these sex trafficking rings, there are a lot of grassroots groups and organizations that work towards finding people, helping them get out, giving them um, ways out. Like it's so much going on, but his focus is only on the mask mandate. And that's why I, I generally don't think that he is in his right mind. I think that he has, um, he's been breathing and living in this, in this propaganda circle of information that has no basis or boundaries. Mass mandates don't make it easier for you to be sex trafficked. The internet does. The internet makes it very easy. However, he ain't fighting against that. My so, favorite is like, they're gonna use the the vaccine to track us and all this other shit. I was like, don't you have the cell phone? They're already tracking. <laughs> That's the dumbest argument. In order to put a chip in you, they would need to have some source of energy or power to continue to have that chip, like translate information wherever you are. It is literally in your body. You have no power source in there, so it's just going to be a piece of plastic floating around doing whatever the hell is doing there is well, no they, said they got nanobites they said the nanobites come from the, the vaccine and all that works together you know our body heat is supposed to fuel they really the think nanobites. that they're going to put fucking microchips in like in in you like yeah like if that's food, the case it's... why are people walking around with ankle bracelets then if they have that or technology easier what nicole said our cell phones tablets our smart tvs laptops computers there's wi-fi in every corner of this world your shit is logged on is they have all your information from your cell phone Literally. right now and we use our phones every day Every single day, more people are on their phones than they wash their ass, okay? So I would be more afraid about my phone being tracked rather than being concerned about the vaccine. If you don't want to get the vaccine because you think that the government trying to put something in you to track you, be my guest. But I have said this many times before. When people was acting ignorant about wearing this damn mask to go outside. to my FBI agent tracking on my phone at least I'm giving him a show like he might be, have to go home and pray for a couple hours after his shift Jesus I'm, Christ I'm right <laughs> at least he's got some stories to tell no I'm like okay so I live in Knox County and <laughs> Mayor Kane he's like oh you no longer have to wear a mask and I'm like well you never really made that a, ma- a permanent mandate to begin with and now <laughs> he's thinking about now uh, it'll be fine for school kids not to have to wear a mask to, to school. You're gonna have I'm like, super spreaders. I'm like, like, you know what? 
fuck with my kid and see what happens. Fuck around and we find out. We still have the worst mass here in Ohio. And the cases have gone down because half of Ohio has been vaccinated. True enough. Thank God for that. Well, but I need whatever so y'all have in Ohio. To, trying to go to out in the summer. Here. That's literally yeah. it. That's Everybody sad. wants to go out, so they're going to get the vaccine. But here's the thing. But people that don't want to get the vaccine are still having parties, still going out, and they're spreading COVID. They don't want to wear masks. They're having fits and tantrums at stores. It's ridiculous. I, I don't understand. It's like you either want to go out during the summer and not be shut down again. I mean, because it's, it's, it's simple. Do what they're asking and see if there are any you. results. Like, you're acting as if you already know the results already. You don't know shit about shit. That's why, honestly, I'm not opposed to them because they're thinking about it, doing where everyone, you have to have a vaccination card, and a lot of airlines yeah. are thinking so. If they you don't have are. a vaccination I'm card, you cannot travel. Some businesses are starting to think like, hey, if you don't have a vaccination card, we won't let you in because we are a privately owned company, so we can set the rules the way we want to. They are starting to do that because um, I was reading somewhere in the newspaper, the same thing Janae said, that a lot of airplane... Um, Air companies, they are whatever they're called. Yeah, they won't let you on board unless you have your vaccine card. They're already doing it overseas. Some hotels in Vegas are starting to do it because they keep spreading the virus. Yeah, they're doing it overseas already where you have to show a vaccination card. I got mine. Before you can enter anything. Yeah, everyone over here is like, oh, that's not fair. It's all right. It's like, no, this is overseas. So if you want to go to Europe, and you're saying you cannot enter any of our businesses or fly any of our Europe-owned uh, planes because you don't have a vaccination. It's well within our right as a country to do so. And if you don't like it, you can stay in America. Really? Really? They don't want us over there. Shit. India I barely, has I don't, big India is really bad. It's sad. I feel it's so bad for right. people in India right now. It's real and bad. That's why President Biden stopped it. He's like, no. Nobody's coming into the, to the country from India. And if you go out, you're stuck. You're gonna if you're dumb enough, like I want to go to punk rock bowling in September, and we're trying to make plans for it. But you know what? If shit goes sideways, we ain't going. Like, sorry, Fat Mike, I'll catch you at the next festival. But no, like, Fat Mike. <laughs> that's what the that's what the lead singer of No Effects' name is. But like, here's the thing: I understand because <sighs> this dude's this dude's just an idiot. Okay, he he went out there acting like a fool, and no matter what you do now, especially when you do something on a public format, okay, mm-hmm. you, he got busted, and people are really starting to see how much of an idiot he is. So that's why they're all kind of looking at WWE like, okay, balls in your court, dude. What are you gonna do? Now WWE and, did do everything that they could, not to cut you off, Alexis. Okay. Let me just make sure you have all the information and everybody who's listening. So originally, Drake was already cut down from doing duties as a referee to begin with, okay? That started a while ago. It was from that post that he posted on social media because WWE had been trying to distance themselves from politics and from the president ever since Trump got out of office. They've been trying to do that to protect their assets, not to mention to protect the company because a lot of investors got very, very upset and a little shaky 
when shit started going down with Trump leaving office and all of the stuff that was coming out about him, they were connected to him. That's how they were able to do a lot of the things they were doing during the um, the shutdown, during the quarantine. So y'all know when we did our podcast, you know, Rick Cole was saying that <laughs> Linda was going to jail. She been saying that for years. I'm telling y'all, Linda's going to fucking jail. I'm telling y'all. <laughs> The day I'm she goes to jail, we I'm all not, just need I'm to like, take I'm a not celebratory even really shot. Saying it to be funny, like I'm, I'm for real. I really do think she's gonna go to jail. She's been saying that for a year, and it's because they've been doing some shady things to ensure mm-hmm. WWE can maintain their operations, especially in Florida, with it being a massive hotspot the way that it was. So, with all that being said, he's been tripping for a while. I mean, tripping balls. When Trump became president. He's been on social media very active about his views and God bless the president and God bless America. And it was really, it just kept ramping up. He started talking all these QAnon points on his social media. But as the president's um, presidency started to, you know, wane in terms of people's support of him, and as his time in office went down, WWE started to be like, okay, we got to tighten up shit. We got to distance ourselves from this because we're not politics, we're in entertainment. And if we don't, our company is going to go down the hill with him. So they started to try to pull themselves away from it. He did not. He continued to double down on his his cues and his beliefs, and he started. He kept posting them. And a lot of people started to recognize that he was his rhetoric was very erratic and crazy, and it was like you know, like they're the Democrats are. Breeding babies and eating them on some motherfucking on crazy shit. And it was just like, what is wrong with you? And they would post them them QAnon memes that the Russians used to um was using to sway the um election that year. He reposts that shit. He just reposts and posts some weird shit. It was that post though with that long ass message about God and Christ and and blessing God blessing the president and it was if you didn't read all of it you would miss what he was really saying because initially when you read the post it sounded like he was just being nice and trying to do you know have some we are the world moments but as mm-hmm. you keep reading down it get crazier and fucking crazier and then what he did was he put a post of 10 pictures up and throughout the pictures it was nice stuff it was the it was the world, it was the U.S., and it was, everybody was all together, black, white, and Puerto Rican, everybody together, sitting there holding hands and shit. You get to the ninth or eighth slide of this President Trump. Boom, Trump. I'm like, what the fuck? Who's like, yeah. what is this? I'm like, what the hell? Isn't this, that the one yeah, that a lot of people people? And a lot of people, a lot of the um, superstars unfollowed him for that because he tricks all the people. Yes. Isn't that the one where we were just like, wait, with like, because with like a bunch of them liked it in the locker room, like Carrie yeah, and Cross. Yeah, because Carrie and Cross um, yeah, liked okay, it. And then was- he, and that's her, and then it was like him, it was like Liv, it was like a bunch of like, oh, yeah, because no, no one read through it. Yep. Until- you, didn't, you didn't look at all the pictures, and if you didn't read that whole message, you want to know what he said, and I tell you who was part of the center. Jackson Riker, though, Ku Klux Klan having ass was right there. Fuck him. Liking all the pictures and posts. Him and uh, what's that other dude? Matt Morgan. 
Matt Morgan is not, another one. Who's not Matt Morgan. Oh, no, we gonna Matt get to, Morgan. Oh, yeah, go ahead, Tiff. I'll let you go. We're going to get to the juice in a minute, Barbie. We're going to get to it. But it's, he just, what they did was they took him down from his refing duties. He was actually the lead ref on NXT. Okay? They took mm-hmm. him down from there, and they pulled him from matches. He would do one match or one show, and then he would get maybe a match, or he would be able to come out there and break up a fight. But Drake hasn't been seen on TV in a while. And since that video went viral, oh, they pulled him from everything. He hasn't done anything. Anything. Because they can't fire him for what he believes. That goes against their code of conduct in their HR and everything. You can't fire a person for their sex, for um, what they look like racially, and you can't fire a person for their religious beliefs. Those are three things that you can be sued for as a company. And he will win if that was the basis for them firing him. Now, what they can do is what they did, which is demote him, and they can take him off of the schedule for duties, and they can leave him there until he either quits or his contract runs out. Yeah. Hmm. Which they have done that before. In which they're probably doing with Velveteen right now because I don't remember exactly. seeing his ass on NXT Yeah, they're doing the same thing. Second. Yeah, they're that's what they're just gonna wait till his because that's what people are like. Well, yeah, they can believe what he says often enough, but they don't do that in such a public setting like that. It's like just, it's just like it's like blatant. Like Jesus Christ, dude! Like be smart about it. Now, I right. did mention Matt Morgan before, and I'm going to let Jule explain how Matt Morgan is involved in this. Oh, Jesus Christ. So, uh, Mr. Uh, Drizzle Shits. Um, <laughs> Jesus. I'm guessing that's his, his, his name is Drizzle Shits. He made mm. a post on the Facer of the Bookies, and he is running a promotion called Takedown Trafficking. Yeah. All the proceeds will go to bikers against trafficking. Um, bikers against trafficking. Yeah. So maybe the ones doing it. No, it's like not all, not all of trafficking them. Dot, dot org. Um, and basically, you'll have a special meet and greet with not only Matt Morgan, but Loki as well. Um, yeah, it's it's a it's a wrestling show pro, uh, proceeds and. I'm just like looking at everybody who signed up for this show, and it's like either you're queuing on or you're just that desperate for a wrestling gig that should just do it anyway. Oh, um, and me personally, if I was a promoter and I saw that, I would not hire you to be in my promotion, period. Wasn't Matt Morgan a mayor or some shit like that now or something? He was running for something. I know he's he, trying to go political. Isn't that the same Matt Morgan with the whole Matt Gates thing? The what? Matt what? Uh, isn't that the same Matt Morgan that's gonna that was like turning on Matt Gage for the child trafficking? What? Or Matt Morgan. I don't you know, even know who that. Uh, Matt Gage is a Florida representative, and they yes. found the FBI is looking into him for child trafficking. Damn. I think so. I don't know. Yes, I think it is. Now I know that one of the Duggars, the oh, the one that touched his sister's got. Uh, slap or something like that this week 
He low-key, this is obviously not wrestling related. He low-key, I used to watch them people. Um, because obviously you guys know I love shows like that. So I find it fascinating because they are a cult. And call it a case. But um he low-key got hit with a child pornography charges long time ago. Who did? No. Um the Duggar that just got arrested. Oh yeah. Yeah. The one who touched his sister. Yeah, he got hit with but a sense obviously that that church is so ingrained within the town and the county and like especially with like the fuck's going on out here. Um especially like with his um dad being affluent within like the town or whatever, they got dropped. Slash scrubbed. Hmm. See, uh, here's local local law enforcement is trash. It is. (laughs) Like here's okay. Here's the thing. I just it's like people are. We all know people are weird. Like people are. Some people are just very easily swayed into this kind of like this QAnon, all this kind of cult shit, and. One of my friends said this to me and it made total sense. And I'm like, you know, I know people can fall in the cults and they get blinded by like someone who has a lot of charisma and blah, blah, blah. And it's like, I just can't get, like, I can't wrap my head around how people got in this deep. And she looks at me and she goes, Alexis, people to this day still think Charles Manson was innocent. Yes, they do. Yeah, they do. That hit me so fucking hard. And I'm like, you know, I never fucking realized that. Yes, and I'm not even talking about people, like, because uh, me and her were watching this, the same documentary about, like, Charles Manson. And, uh, you know, we were just talking about how fucking creepy this dude was. But she's, she, uh, she's like, think about it. He goes, he's the same thing as Jim Jones. He was charismatic. He had people who were weak-willed, who, and he was smart about who he got for followers because it was like the weak-minded the people who didn't feel like they didn't fit in anywhere like feeling like they were being trotted down by the man and they're like to this day people still think he's fucking innocent and i'm like shit that's like oh my god is it a russia russia whatever the fuck he was called the guy in the wild wild country documentary their leader oh my god like people he i don't know what it was but he was able to collect all these fucking rich people and like people like doctors and lawyers like very affluent wealthy people dumping their entire life savings into this what's mess. the name of the documentary it's a wild wild country i it's one of my i obviously again i love cult documentaries this Me is too. like my this is my top three, if not my favorite one. It is fascinating. Oh, it's so, it's so, it's so, so good. It says, when a controversial cult leader builds a utopian city in the Oregon desert, conflict with the locals escalates into a national scandal. Oh. Yeah, because they literally, I forgot, it's like, I want to say Nevada for some reason, but it's in like, like on the web. It's in Oregon. Somewhere over. Yes, it was. It was in Oregon, 
and they literally slowly took over this town from these people and they were like they were like literally like buying like slowly buying portion and portion and portion of this town and taking it over with their call so they had like so much conflict with like the people obviously like the townspeople who've lived there and then like this fucking cult like these weirdos and who wore red all the time yes they did I'm looking at it they, they do I think I vaguely remembered that story when I was like a kid like I like like the new story like I vaguely remembered it from when I was like a kid but like I watched it and it's like it's also kind of funny too like it, it's like very it's very similar to the fire that the Firefest documentary the one that was um, funny yeah what I do was saying it's very similar to that so they yeah. get water <laughs> and you're oh, just like what's wrong with these people He was he was ready to go take one for the team. Jesus. You got me fucked up. I will never in my fucking life be that dedicated to a job that I will that I will have somebody I will let somebody fuck me so I can have provide something for my job. I would quit before that. I'm I I've been desperate, but I ain't that been that damn for a job? Hell no. No. I tell my boss, I'm like, my G, you got to figure some shit out. (laughs) You got to move some money around the fuck. Period. Hmm. Well, as far as I know, that's that's the gist of it. He's going to have, they're just going to have to wait out his contract and then get rid of him, which is at best what they can do. When Um, did he sign, when when did he sign this last contract? I have no idea. I think with WWE, they're just going to be like really low. I mean, it's already out there. He's already acting like a fool. Um, but I I think that's, that's the only smart thing WWE can do is fucking just wait till his contract runs out. Yeah. Which sucks because like all I keep thinking about is when I'm reading this stuff is like all the time or it's like you go, you work for like a mate, like you work somewhere. And they're like, hey, we don't care what you do um, on your days off, but don't put stupid shit of like you doing something dumb on social media, wearing something that has our logo on it that like only employees can get. And it's like, he went and did that because he was stupid and he wore his fucking NXT shirt. (laughs) Just dumb. And I'm just like, and then that's why y'all were bringing it down. They're like, they can't do that. I'm just like, fuck. Like, he really went out there wearing a fucking... You couldn't have just a plain black polo, dude? Because I wouldn't have known who the hell you were, because that's how much I get... Well, it's, first of all, it makes no sense. Like, he did that at work. Like, you couldn't wait to go home, or you couldn't go in your car. Like, you had to be, like, in the back in a locker room. Like, that's weird. That was at work because they said they could hear him. Okay, so... I would have knocked on the door and been like, what the fuck? (laughs) <laughs> what are you talking about, motherfucker? Oh, that's wow. He need help. They need a. Oh, he need, wow. him up. He need a. Janae, fucking... you got anything else to say about it? I'm good. I don't want to give him no more time. Oh, she's yeah. she If you give him any more time, it's just say that he's fired. Okay. 
Gabi, thank you. Let's move on. <laughs> so, we can move into AEW for a little bit. Now, AEW may have some possible changes to consider with their programming. Um, TNT has many radio, many of the TV stations we watch, but more specifically, TNT as a network is very sports-based. And you notice ML, the MLB stuff is on TNT and TBS, as well as basketball is very heavy on TNT with the tournament and everything that has to go along with that, as well as NHL will start playing over there. And just as a whole, they're very sports-focused. This is causing some issues with AEW possibly having to move their um, show for a small period of time while one of the sports is playing in their time slot. Um, they have Wednesdays at 8 o'clock. Some games for NBA have to be on Wednesdays at 8 due to the stars who are playing um, the games, the actual teams that are playing. If it's a nationally televised game, AEW will get bumped. Um, that will happen with baseball, with, if it's hockey and they decide to do this, that can happen with them too. So there's mm-hmm. a possibility that AEW could be moving to another day because they don't have any choice. Also, they're reallocating, they're thinking about how they're going to be allocating money to each sport. And because they now have NHL, money's going to be funneled to them. And now in AEW may be getting, you know, the trickle-down effect. Once their contract is up, things may become getting restructured. So when it comes to the numbers, Janae's a better explainer, okay? Because I don't really care about the numbers, but she, she's our girl when it comes to the numbers. (laughs) So I'm going to leave that part to her. And then I'll let Nicole and Alexis chime in, and then I'll go last, okay? So just just listen to what Janae says and how she explains it. You get a better understanding of what I mean when I say they may have to think about restructuring themselves or possibly shopping for a new network because TNT, if you recall, they don't have that high-up benefactor in their corner anymore because he's been fired. So, because that guy's no longer there, and they're there on their own, on their own merit, there may be some new changes coming in. So, go ahead, Janae. You can explain. Okay, so, with any company, there's budgets for different sections of the company. So, TNT has a sports budget, meaning they have a certain amount of money that's allotted to uh, the sports sports companies. So, basically, what's happening is, they are probably more than likely going to get the uh-uh. NHL. No? No, sorry. I was talking to oh. my cat. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, no? Uh-uh, no, you're okay. good. Go ahead. Good. Um, but, so there's obviously there's one that's going to be allotted. When you think of them having NHL, Major League Baseball, uh, the NBA, and I do believe sometimes TNT does have golf on their shows. Those are more major and more important to AEW. I know y'all AEW is going to be mad talking about AEW is the best thing ever. Trust me, AEW is not more important than the NHL, NBA, Major League Baseball, and all those other places. 
So obviously money is going to have to be given to those companies. And what usually happens is the smaller company either gets less money or they get no money. So basically what's going around is, um, it's either like Tip is saying, either they're going to get less money or they're going to have to shop for a new network because p might say, hey, we don't have those kind of funds to give you, so we're going to have to give you the boot. So TNT signed, I believe, a hundred and seventy-five million contract for over a couple of years, and their contract should be up in two thousand and twenty-three. As a business, you're going to have to look at AEW and decide: Are they worth keeping? Now, granted, when they were going head to head with NXT, the numbers were kind of moved around a little bit: seven hundred thousand here, eight hundred thousand here. They've been consistently on like the 1 million track so far as for them being by themselves on AEW, which isn't, um, isn't a, a bad thing, but the company TNT needs to look at them and saying, are you doing anything that is going to warrant new eyes to the product? If you're kind of, if you're kind of staying in this lane that you're staying in, we don't know if that's going to have us warrant to keep you or warrant to give you another $175 million for the next couple of years. Now, me personally, what I think is going to happen is TNT is probably going to keep them because the sports-based things are very seasonal. Um, and when they're not in season, let's be real, TNT, they don't get no views. It's a rerun channel of movies. Let's be real. That's what it is. If you want to watch Fast and the Furious 7, they have it. If you want to watch 3 a.m. in the morning. Yeah, they have it. They got TV um, shows. Yeah, but the TV shows, if we take away Major League Baseball and the NBA and all of them, outside of TV shows, AEW is probably the best thing they have going on a weekly basis. But again, is what they're doing going to be enough to warrant to have them stay on their channel? Me personally, like I was saying, I think they're going to be offered less money and it's going to be up to Tony Khan um, to see if it's worth staying. Because the thing about it is with the money they're getting, obviously they're going to be able to pay all these wrestlers. But if they get less money, because Tony Khan said it when this girl was digging into them and AEW started striking her content, Tony Khan said in the tweet, I spend a couple of million dollars a month to produce AEW. If they're getting less money, that means he's going to have to move some things around, meaning you're not going to see these indie wrestlers coming in on these tier contracts. He's going to have to stick with the uh, contract of people that, uh, that he has. Um, so it's, it's one of those things. And it's like they're not going to move to Mondays because Tony Khan is an owner of a football team. So he's not going to go against Monday Night Football. Um, if the NHL goes to Wednesdays, they can't obviously they can't be on Wednesdays. They will when be going up. Team his dad on the Jaguars. Yeah, the Jaguars, yeah. But wait, don't the Jaguars say get team on Monday Night Football? They asses will never be on Monday Night Football. Jaguars is like literally the worst organization. They are the worst. They are the worst. Not on Monday Night Football because Vince, when Monday Night Football comes in, they, Raw still has Raw has problems with numbers, and if yeah. not even that, I can't believe I'm fucking saying this. Raw would trounce them in ratings. And also, yeah. isn't the NHL going to USA? Yeah. But, yeah people people watch. but the thing is, USA, go on I mean, USA is, is trash. They don't do nothing but play Fast and Furious 5. In <laughs> <laughs> SVU. But at least they have some original programming. 
Yeah, but the thing like, is, too, like, he's not going to... has none. Yeah, he's not going to go on Mondays, obviously, because of Raw, and obviously... Hell you're not no. gonna put you're not gonna put your product up against another one of your products. No. I have to agree. But he's not, he's I'm, not just saying, I'm just saying rarely ever do the Jaguars make it to Monday night football and when they do they get stopped. They I'm do get stopped, but when you look at the viewership though, it still gets a higher viewership than AEW. Well, yeah, because it's football. Yeah, it's, it's it's football. So yeah, he's not gonna do that. He's not gonna do Wednesday because of NHL. They will be going up against SmackDown just because there's a playoff season, and the playoff season is going to run on Wednesday, so they're going to move it to, I believe, uh, Friday. But in reality, he wouldn't want to move it to Friday because they would get, they would probably get destroyed by SmackDown because SmackDown pulls double what they do. Um, so it's either going to have to be a Saturday, or he's going to have to move it to a Tuesday up against NXT. I always so, yeah. say. They keep. They always want to talk all that shit. They need to go on. That was um, the ones talking about how they stomped out NXT. Had yeah. Them running scared. And I'm here you go, go running today's show. I'm air on fucking Fridays. I'm fine, fine. <laughs> yeah. So there's always and there's also another thing where TNT has to look into. Like obviously you're gonna have to change something because again, we we're not gonna. It, it may not be by the time 2023. We don't know what for you, sure if the, they're gonna stay at one million. They may be below. They may be at nine. they may lose viewers so it's just something that TNT really needs to think about is you know do we want to keep them or do we want to move them somewhere else so there's a lot of things Tony Khan has to has to think about but again me personally I think TNT is going to keep them give them a smaller budget and Tony Khan is just going to have to make different make some moves and probably not use a lot of people and stuff like that he'll have to cut people yeah, mm-hmm. that's what I'm thinking. He's just not going to look. Everyone that's not all elite and are on a tier one or tier two contract, I don't think he'll use them anymore. He's just going to have to use the people that are assigned um, to a contract. I want to know how, well, they all, that's what they do now. So what's going to be different from what they do now? All the people they that they was with. rushing to get signed to quote unquote use better and all that shit are going to get let go. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and that so the people that are on the tier one and tier two, yeah. they're not they're not all elite. So you know the people that are like so and so is all elite and they get that graphic, they're contractually signed to a like take content. Yeah, anyone right. that's on tier one or a tier two, they're on a different contract where they're either paid per performance while they're on TV or they're paid for up to a certain number of weeks. But they're not technically all elite. Okay. So, my thing is, I want to know how much Jericho, the Young Bucks, and um, I want to know how much they're getting paid. And Kenny Omega. Like, I, I know Kenny's and Hangman pages aren't that bad. Okay. I know from what I recall just off the top of my head, I remember theirs weren't that bad. I know the Bucks are extremely high. Jericho's extremely high. And I want to say Cody is. I don't I don't remember about Brandy. But you can honestly lump their marriage, so you just lump theirs together. Yeah. Um, to be quite honest. I think but yeah, I know okay. that Hangman and Kenny's aren't actually that bad. Everybody else gets paid probably way too much. Moxley. Mm-hmm. Moxley probably gets paid. More his is, I know his is high. Oh, it is. I mean, like, yes, his I, is high. 
If your your ass isn't there every week, you shouldn't be getting millions of dollars. I'm sorry. Why? If you're not in, you're not on the show every single week wrestling every week. There's no reason why you're getting millions of dollars. No. None. There's too many people there who make too much money. They literally I have, know that what, for a hundred. They have like what a hundred people. Yeah, like that's actually signed all elite, and then you still have the people that are not signed that they bring. Wait, there's a hundred still... all elite wrestlers. Yes, yes. no, hundred. They yeah, have there's... more. They have more of an active roster right now than WWE does. Nope. If you want to be real technical, the last time that's I checked, a lot of fucking people. The last time yeah. I checked, they were at ninety-eight, and that was some time ago. And that's just counting the people that either got the so-and-so all elite or they made an announcement that that person was signed, but yet they still bring Wait. in indie talent. I thought that was just like the tier level. Like, I thought everybody no. that was... No, that, girl. No. no. They're bleeding themselves dry. Are you kidding me? Yes. I've been... Tiff, where have you been? I've been saying No, this. I swear. I thought that when they said 98, I'm like, okay, that's got to include the people that wrestle... Like on dynamite, I'm not on dynamite every now and then. People who are like a part of the tier level, where some of them might show up on dark and now on elevation, and then occasionally they'll show up on um, dynamite. But I didn't think, I didn't think that it was separate from that. I thought that was all encompassed. I thought that was all go all and re- I'll go re- like go and recount it, but I'm pretty sure they have. For their one dynamite show and people that are all elite, they have a ton of signed people. I mean, it's more than what WWE has signed. Because that, WWE that makes me that happen. makes me scared. Because you WWE together for Raw and SmackDown, I think they only have for men. I think they have like maybe seventy something. Oh. Mm-hmm. This is this is bef- this was before they released people. I think it's like seventy something with Raw and SmackDown combined. I I don't that is that and is you scary. think about it. They have they have around the same people. I think WWE might have like a little less now. And mind you, WWE has Raw SmackDown, NXT, yeah. NXT UK, and two hundred five Live and Main Event because they they have matches on Main Event still. Uh, mm-hmm. Yeah, I, that, other, I, that Jesus Christ, it's. It's the opposite end of the spectrum from where WWE is. They have way too many people, but where WWE doesn't have enough people, they have too many people, and they're not being used or seen, so that's why they get sequestered over the dark or the other show that they fucking have that I don't know if anybody actually watches. But Some people like, watch it. Uh, it's not bad. What is it? Okay, they, have a, they have 101 Full AW roster, all 103 wrestlers signed to All Elite Wrestling in 2021. Jesus. Are you kidding? That is a lot of fucking people. Why do you why do you think people like us, why do you think that we would get pissed when we would say, Why aren't you using this? They're women's if they're if they were smart and they took their heads out of their asses for two fucking seconds, they realized they have a more stacked women's division. And they have definitely more health stack, more tag team division. That could have been the two things they could have divided and conquered when it came to wrestling. They could have used that women's division and they could they could really please explain to me how the Lucha Brothers are being 
fucking single stars, and they do not have the fucking tag belts at all. All right, hold on. Let me do something. Hold on. Let me go ahead and continue. That, so, okay, that, so it's... That is ridiculous. Okay. Actually, okay. They were counting, like, coaches and all that, so it looks like 77. Yeah. So they have 77 signed wrestlers, not including their, like, um, what do you call it? Their other tier ones, but they only have one show. And when you look at Dynamite, not Dynamite, when you look at Dark and Elevation, you see a lot of the indie guys on there that are really not signed. It's too fucking much. Like, it's too much. Though. It's just, it's too many. Look, and they're they, not spread out across the shows, and you don't see. Uh, you only see a third of that roster. They're going to, like you said, Tiff, they're going to bleed themselves dry. They have no one really in the higher-ups fucking for them at all because the other guy got let go. Um, You know, TNT, they know where their ratings come from, and it comes from the NBA. It comes from anything sports you put on TNT. People will watch it. And they had, they had the fucking opportunity to snag new viewers to AEW when after, the, what was it, the NBA playoffs that one time? Mm-hmm. Where they that was hilarious. Oh, my they God. And they were had fucking new fans mm-hmm. because WWE was smart because they're like, okay, this is coming off of, M- what was it, MLB? MLB, NBA, one of those two, I can't remember. It was the NBA. Okay, and they had it on Fox on a Friday, and they're like, and WWE was smart. They're like, okay, we we are sending out Roman because women are gonna look at him and be like, no, nah, baby, don't change the channel. Like, what you doing? <laughs> be honest, I'd be the same way. I'd be like, who the fuck is this hot ass Samoan? Like, what the <laughs> fuck? Uh, you know, and it would they they did it. They had that match with him and uh, oh god, him and what's his t- oh him and Kevin Owens. It was a fucking cage match. They sent that shit right out the gate because they're like, nah, we know people are watching. We want people to tune in. What does AEW do? They send out Mr. Krabs, boob-having Chris Jericho. And, like, fucking NBA Twitter just tears him to shreds. Okay, y'all going to be mad. So, I say, why why don't my just dumbass just actually count? They have 23 signed females um and after they put it as okay so they actually have 95 so erase everything i just talked about so i just actually they have 95 okay. yeah and out of those out of those 95 that i counted 23 of them are, are women wait a minute they only use five of them yep and most of them through. are in a manager position yeah wait a minute wait wait wait, wait. so who wrestles though like I can Let's go think about the Red Velvet wrestles, Jade wrestles, Sheeta wrestles, um, Britt Baker, and that girl that's with them, fucking Vicky Dragon Guerrero, and then uh, what the fuck? Um, Nyla, that's seven. Big yeah. Swole, that girl with that jacked up ass ponytail was wrestling the other day. Uh, Tay Conti, Sheeta, that ponytail to the side. Yeah, she took her ponytail out. Now she doesn't wear her hair. <laughs> yeah, she's not on that list. She's not signed. Oh. She's not signed? I thought she was. No. 
I can go through the names here. I'll go through the names. Uh, Abaddon, Ali, Anna Jay, Austin Kong, Big Swole, Brandy Rose, Dr. Britt Baker, Emma Sakura, Hakura Shida, Eva, well, Evelise is gone. Um, Jade Cargill, Chris Statlander, Leva Bates, Mel, she's still signed, but we haven't seen her. Nyla Rose, Ooh, Mel, 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 Mel. Mel. They're just not yeah. using her. Penelope Ford, Rebel, not Reba, Red Velvet, Riho, Serena Deep, Shayna, Shauna, Tay Conti, Thunder Rosa, and Sakaza Yuka. Okay, wait a minute. So Rio is still signed to AEW despite the fact that she's wrestling in Japan? Yes. Some of that don't sound right to me. Why don't that sound right to me? Because the thing with AEW, they're allowing them to wrestle other places while still being signed. So how does that work with them getting paid? I need to understand it. It depends on their contract. But I'm pretty sure she probably, uh, if it's like an actual all elite contract, she probably still gets paid. You gotta be fucking kidding me. That's such a waste of money. You got to be kidding me. They're gonna bleed themselves dry, dude. There's no way. There's no way. See, this right here is what I'm talking about. Now, we're talking in hypotheticals because we don't know, right? Mm Mm-hmm. But you got something about that don't sound right. So Rio was your inaugural, was your and um your inaugural women's champ, okay? Y'all had her in there wrestling and I'm sorry, but I just was not interested in her. I didn't care for her. All I saw was a little porcelain doll in the middle of the ring getting flung around. And it, it wasn't it wasn't like the other Japanese girls we've seen come in and out, not even like the girls in WWE from Soraya and from Asuka and Io Shirai. Like, she don't have, she don't have the chops, if you ask She me. literally looks like a child. My kid looks like she could beat her up. And it just wasn't appealing. And I was just like, you got her in the middle of the ring with Nyla. Nyla was still green at the time. And she was reckless a little bit and dangerous. And it just looked like this girl was getting flailed around in the ring. And then she becomes champ. And now, and then when she drops the title, she's gone. You haven't seen her since. And you're telling me, hypothetically, that due to this contract, she could pop, she might be still getting paid? And you haven't been on TV in more than a year? Mm-hmm. Hell no. No way. There's no fucking way. The that men alone is 72. Else. There's 72 men alone. I put the link in the thing so you guys can go through it, but there's 72 men alone, and I didn't count Paul White because he's on commentary. Lord knows how much he, his ass is getting paid for no reason, too. Jesus. How much do you think they paid Christian? Too much. Enough. <laughs> You know what? It makes me sick to my stomach to even think about how much they're fucking paying Jericho. Oh, he getting millions. I guarantee that. That that disgusts me so much. I guarantee that. He said whatever he makes, he said that he makes more than what he was getting at WWE. Hmm. I'm not surprised. I, I really have nothing else to say about this company, but like 
if you had if you told me I had two choices to watch fucking AEW or fucking TBS at like 1 a.m. in the morning on a Wednesday when they're playing Fast and Furious 5, I'd rather watch Fast and Furious 5. Well, Janae is right when she says TNT. They have, their, their network is really focused on sports, and throughout the day, they run the rerun. So you'll watch Charmed, um, Supernatural. Like, they'll run a whole series of Supernatural. Charmed is um, yeah, it's good shit. I mean, it's not nothing bad. It's just they're running that. Then they'll do, like, they'll do more up-to-date movies. Like, they run Captain America, Justice League. Um, Only the first Captain America. They won't play the, any other ones. Yeah, like, um, they'll run, like, Shazam. You know, shit like that. So, am I am I going to say that, that AEW's in trouble, technically? Not necessarily. They just have to move some things around. But that comes with the territory of running, being on a network. Now, this is going to lead into the next topic that we're going to talk about. But MLW announced that they are moving to Vice TV. And they're going to come on TV this week, I think. They're supposed to start. So, if I were AEW, I would be looking to move somewhere else. And Vice TV would be at the top of my list. Because they already run Dark Side of the Ring, they're having MLW. They could very well piggyback off of that. And Vice could become their new wrestling network if they play their cards right. And because their their content is so avant-garde with Fuck That's Delicious and their most expensive is, they run their um, investigative reporting docs, which are really, really interesting if you never actually sat down and watched those documents. They have some of the best non-biased journalism right now. That's on. Yeah. It's being recorded. Because you, you can see some of the stuff when it comes to the, uh, the rise of the white nationalists. They've infiltrated that and giving you a really good inside look into that stuff. They have stuff um, that talks about uh, school shootings and just everything that encompasses it, the gun um, restrictions, gun laws, they have so much stuff on Vice TV. You really, really need to sit down and just go through it and watch some of it. And then they have funny stuff, you know, stuff you can watch and really get into. It's a very unique but very modernized, cool network that can really help bolster wrestling into something that's new and, and fun again, as long as the content fits the narrative of the network. I think AEW would benefit better on Vice TV than they would being stuck in TNT. And it's no shade. They do get a lot of views. Everybody loves it. And I'm, I'm happy for them, truly. But you've got to think long term. If I were Impact, I would also think about moving to Vice TV. Impact could use Vice TV right now. They could be great on Vice TV. If this works out for MLW, they need to go. For sure. Now, there's a rumor going around about WWE possibly partnering with MLW. Now, the rumor came from Meltzer. Let's start there. Okay. (laughs) The rumor came from Meltzer. And I find Meltzer to be right. He's a 50-50 shot. Okay. So sometimes he'll get pieces of the story right, 
or sometimes he'll baseline have it right, but there's always something that is wrong in the story, always. In this case, he had a rumor out that said MLW was trying to open that, well, WWE was trying to open that forbidden door, and you and start working with MLW and possibly start and use them kind of like to funnel out wrestlers and funnel in wrestlers instead of eating up the, the companies. They wanted to show that they can work with other wrestling companies without destroying them from the inside out. They haven't had a good track record with that. Progress and Evolve and several other places in Germany. Well, progress and- is still fine. Um, Evolve, okay. Evolve has always been trash. And a lot of people like look at Evolve with rose, rose-colored glasses and like to blame WWE for its ultimate collapse, but it was going to die regardless. Not only with like the different talent moving around, especially with AEW being available, um, also just like everything surrounded, everything from wrestlers not getting paid, um, shit with the Me Too move, um, whatever move, speaking out movement, um, shit with just bad business practices in general by Gabe, it was going to, it was, it was literally going to shut down anyways. But with eight, with WWE taking over, a lot of those people were able to still have jobs, and that's what I was happy about. But yeah, um, Gabe was um, doing a Paul Heyman. He'd been writing bad checks for years. Mm-hmm. Um, I honestly think hi. Uh, first, before we get started, hey Court, Court Bauer follows us on Twitter. We're his favorite podcast. He just doesn't want to say anything to anybody else and get their feelings hurt. <laughs> hi Court. Um, I think this is a great opportunity. If it comes, uh, I'll just say my piece because I actually gotta go. Um, didn't realize it's getting too late for me. I'm getting old. Um, I think this is a great idea for MLW if it fall, if it goes through, you know, have them show up for like NXT or, um, you know, like I don't want to say jobber matches on Raw and SmackDown, but like, you know, they could be used correctly. Um, there are some breakout stars in, in MLW, which I feel bad because most of their locker room got poached by AEW. Um, when they were going on so it's just like well damn I don't, I don't want the same thing to happen but you're not going to tell me that Vince is going to take one look at Joseph Fatu or Alex Hammerstone and not be like yelling at Triple H like why the <laughs> fuck are these guys not signed personally I think he's well aware I don't think he's aware of everything because I think Vince is out of the loop on a lot of things but I, I think that a lot of people who work in WWE like Triple H and Shawn Michaels, they keep their ears very close to the streets. I think they know about Jacob Fatu, and I think Vince is aware about the Fatu's period. <laughs> he has a Rolodex. They're Samoan, so he knows. He's got all Samoans. He knows about them, but I don't think he knows about Hammerstone and anybody else, but once he sees them, sure. I mean, they're the They're the type of guy that he likes. With them. So my thing is, if this was to ever come to fruition, 
WWE. You know who I think he would also randomly really like for some reason? Hmm. Myron Reed. Yeah. Really? I think I think there's I think he would really because he's like he's different, but different enough that he's marketable. And he's like he's really good. My Myron Reed doesn't get enough credit for how much he's um developed over the past year. That's the same thing with Jordan Oliver. Both have completely stepped up their games. Mm-hmm. You can do a lot with Myron Reed. You, he's like one of those guys that you could put like in any storyline and he could actually like move it along. Like I will I will give him that. Um who's another one that Vince I think Vincent or somebody there would like Mace Warner just because of his character. Yeah, somebody somebody <laughs> would really put him. No, again, someone would uh, really be obsessed with him and then they he would just be just randomly on TV like booked up for months and months on end. Yeah, but you know Mace Warner likes to crazy ass shit. No, no, I know, but it's like character-wise, like put him with Cameron Grimes, and you can just have like the two rich hicks or whatever. Oh shit! Like oh. I think that would just be funny as shit. Like I don't know why, but it's like because people because people are like, oh, his character's kind of just based on Stone Cold, and I'm like, sweetheart, I know at least six of my friends back in junior high, their no. dad or their uncle, yeah, is like baby. Stone Cold. This isn't a gimmick. This is just how they are. <laughs> That's facts. That's um, I I think this would be a great opportunity because um, a lot of people don't really. I mean, I I tell people I'm like, look, if you want to watch wrestling right now, don't watch AEW. Don't watch WWE. Watch MLW because it is. It's. I said the storyline that they're doing where they're gonna have Hammerstone and Fatu just literally beat the shit out of each other at one point because. Uh, Hammerstone wants that title and Fatu wants Hammerstone's title to humble him. But it's like, they're, they're going to beat the shit out of each other and that match is going to yeah. be killer whenever it officially goes off. Um, I just... You know who I else think he, like, they randomly really fucking like? Oh my god, it just slipped my mind. Who? It's not... I literally what is um, Tom Lawler. Yeah, they filthy. They filthy. Yep. They yeah. would get rid of Matt Riddle. Matt Riddle would be fired yesterday. As long as he don't have that dude there with that ill fitting goddamn. No, they they would karate uniform and a dirty. No, they. If if they drop those, if like listen, if Tom Lawler dropped the stupid idiots that were following him around, I would actually take him serious as a heel. Him and all, you know, you know, oh. You know who Vince would want to get in an instant? You know he would want to get the Von Ericks. He'd shit his pants. He would go. He would. That's how Vince McMahon would die. He would get the Von Erich brothers. The and Von Ericks being there? The Von Ericks, yeah. Um, and he would yeah. actually offer them money. Yeah. That'd be the tag team division right there. Yeah. Von Erich, you want to talk about dynasty shit? Von Eriks versus Usos. Lucha. And you're not going to tell me people would not turn in, like, if, because I know me and Nicole already said this, but if they had, and I'm, I'm just going to fucking just say it, if they had Hammerstone versus K 
Killer Cro- or Karrion Cross at an NXT I takeover. Killer Cross. I <laughs> but they took Karrion and Hammerstone. Hammerstone just shows up in NXT. Say this happens. I'm not. I don't know how it happens, but it just happens. He shows up in NXT. He starts wrecking shit. You're telling me people would not tune in to watch Hammerstone versus Cross just going at each other, which is like a match. And I know it's because he got signed to WWE, and I'm not mad about that. But that was a match we were denied in MLW. Right. That would have been my, the shit. My thing is, if they're going to do, like, say, Von Erich versus Usos happen, that has to happen at Mania. Yeah. That is it has mania. to happen at Mania, and it has to be a main event. Yeah. Yeah. That's there. It's fucking. Would dynasty. that be the first time a uh, tag? Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Yes. But you have yes, the names to do it. You have the Von Eriks, which you know it's it's fucking. Look, they're all over. You don't even got to promote fucking, that. Yeah. It's fucking wrestling wrestling royalty versus another wrestling royalty. It's the fucking Usos and the Von Eriks. Shit, I'm getting goosebumps just thinking about that. I think WWE, even though they if this is a rumor, I think WWE should consider it. I don't think that they should um, do it. I think you should be very careful about how they do this. So, first of all, the way that the room was set up, it was like they were going to use, uh, they were going to be in talks with MLW to start, like, I don't know. Janae, do you remember what the whole logistic of the rumor was? Yeah, so basically what's going to happen, if this rumor is true, um, they would be sending any uh, developmental wrestlers, so people like from the PC, and any NXT wrestlers that you don't get to see on TV regularly, just so they can have practice in being on TV and being on camera. So that's like, so they're not thinking about sending over any like major stars or um, or anything like that. It's just for like developmental to get some um, some TV time. And at the same time, it'll help with MLW. So I would, I would assume that you would have some MLW people on NXT. Yeah. So if there's like a storyline with the developmental talent that really takes off for someone that's in NXT that you don't get to see that much, and that storyline takes off, you'll see them on both shows. So as but so yeah, as of right now, they're not thinking about moving anyone from the main roster over there. Just NXT, you don't see in PC developmental. So, like, the reason why I say that this can work is because I think to the credit of the rumor, it makes a lot of sense, right? Mm-hmm. Because, one, MLW doesn't, they can still pull from the indies, but they also get to give the people who are at the Performance Center and newly signed NXT talent that may have had, like, one-off matches on NXT or have been, like, those guinea pig jobbers for bigger talent. It gives them a chance to kind of feel out certain characters on TV, and it also allows them to to run through some things to kind of work out the kinks of what they're trying to do with their career. So when they do get pulled back to NXT, they are or they should be set. You should be ready. You should be prepared. You're better prepared for this version of WWE. I think that it's very smart if they do do this. Number two, it gives MLW a nice little boost too because you are rotating out talent from the performance center, number one. And the performance center is a neat place. They teach you how to wrestle on television. They're showing you the angles. They're showing you how to have ring awareness and all of that. You gain perspective through the performance center. 
if I were WWE, number one, I would give MLW access to my PC, okay? Number two, in return, MLW would have to, we'd have to work in tandem. So my wrestlers, you would have access to mine, and I would have access to yours. If one of your big guys wants to move to the main roster or to NXT, they should be able to do that without any pushback or give. So the possibility of Von Erichs versus the Usos can be possible later on as the deal begins to work itself out. I will start the way the rumor is set. Let them use this as a way to rotate out talent and to also train your talent for both sides. Because if I, like I said, if I were them, I'd let them have access to the performance center. Cleaner wrestling needs to be done all across the board when it comes to wrestling, period. You want your superstars to be prepared and not getting injured, okay? That's how I would do it. And then I would wait until this deal is really good and it's giving me it's giving a lot of stuff and it's working itself out. Then I would expand it. Then you can start saying, okay, well, Jacob Fartu feels like he's ready to move on. So how about we give you an opportunity in NXT? Or if you want to come to the main roster, cool. We'll send you to the main roster. Tell us what show you want us to be on. And I'll do it that way. Because you don't have to leave it at just the, um, the non-big name talent and just having them do it. You just have to figure out a way to make this work out in your favor. If it's true, I think it's a great idea. It's a good way to prove that they have a good rapport with other companies, and they're not all about eating up the smaller companies and just hoarding talent, because that's what they've been doing for the last 50 years. And it just doesn't work. I mean, personally, me too, just like thinking about um, them, because I'm always a big proponent of like, don't just like, venture out to other companies and I understand what Triple H meant when he's like yeah we're willing to work with other companies and as long as it's like a 10-15 year thing but me personally while I get what he's saying I, I'm not opposed to work with other companies and it may not be a 10-15 to 15 year thing you could do it something for a small period of time and then it may turn into a 10-15 to 15 year thing I wouldn't worry about oh well another wrestling company is also working with this company I wouldn't worry about that. So like me personally, I would work with MLW. I would start off like Chip said with the developmental talent and NXT people that you can't see. And when that works out, then I would get in contact with stardom. I would start working with the all women stardom promotion and start working with the women and shimmer and start working with the women that I have and sending some over there and sending some, you know, over there, over here. I would start working with new Japan. Yeah. Like I would start working with these companies because yeah, 10 to 15 years is good, but wrestling is so is like changing so much. 10 to 15 years may not be a feasible thing for a contract. And you know how what WWE does, they want it, they want it to be exclusive. So if you're working with New Japan, they're going to be like, well, we don't want you working with AEW or we don't want you working with these people. I would say open the doors, let New Japan, like who wouldn't want to see Tama Tonga go up against like Roman Reigns or... Oh my God, or, you know, oh Julia, Julia from Stardom going up against someone like a Sasha Banks. Or having the tag teams from Shimmer or Stardom going up against, like, the Riot Squad. Ruby Riot has wrestled in Japan. A lot of these women have wrestled in Japan. So they've worked with, you know, some of these girls back in the day. And they, they know how the wrestling is. Those are good matches you can put on. It doesn't mean they have to be on Raw or SmackDown every single night. But you can also do one of those special promotions where it's just like, 
WWE matches against New Japan and then MLW matches with WWE, then you can throw on some New Japan matches with MLW and do like a special promotion pay-per-view on the Peacock Network. And if you have a storyline that makes sense, then you yeah. could easily do a storyline, especially when COVID's all over, you could easily do a storyline where someone in WWE is cutting a, a regular promo and just kind of throws out a wrestler from New Japan's or MLW's name they catch wind of it, they respond while they're at like Tokyo Dome or somewhere in Japan, and you can set up that you can set up that match. It doesn't have to be a full-on three-month storyline where you run the match back eight, nine, ten times. It can just be a one-off. And WWE has to be okay with saying, I'm fine if my wrestler doesn't win. Like we don't have That's to be true. the company that beats everybody else. So we're doing, you know someone from New Japan against someone from like WWE, I'm okay with letting my wrestler lose because in the gist of it, for this kind of promotion, for me, it's not going to be about the storyline. It's going to be about the wrestling. And I want the wrestling to tell the storyline in the ring. So if it makes sense for a WWE wrestler to lose to someone from MLW, New Japan, or, or Impact, they have to do with Impact, then it'll be fine. And WWE should be like, all right, I'm going to put our only corporation pride aside because the thing that pisses me off is WWE thinks we're stupid and they make you feel like there is no other promotions besides them. They won't even mention another promotion, not even in a negative way, but just not in general, unless it's like a promotional package to where it's like they're doing a promotional package for a wrestler coming over like they did with Saray or they did a promotional package and it showed what she did in Japan. That is fine with opening up the door and you'll realize with that, you will actually gain more eyes on your product and every once in a while you can't have a wrestler do do like a one-off wrestle on raw where it's like um uh i forgot who i forgot who the tag team champions are in new japan but like have a one-off where they're facing someone like msk on nxt at a takeover or if if mx if msk ends up getting moved to like raw or smackdown have an mlw match with the, whoever the tag team champions are at MLW, have them main event a Raw or a SmackDown with like MSK in front of a bunch of fans. And it's like, it's there's nothing wrong with low-key helping out another promotion because you're bringing eyes to that promotion. And when they see your wrestlers, they're going to want to go and see what you're doing. There's no lose-lose here. And I understand why WWE thinks that there's like some lose-lose if they work with like another promotion and it has to be 10 to 15 years with exclusivity to where they can't work with anyone else. That's how you, you fuck up the shit. Well, personally, I'd rather work with one company than to work with three. So like, you think about how the deal is set up with AEW, Impact, and New Japan. There's a lot going on with that shit. And if I were WWE, I'd want exclusivity too. Not to say that they aren't allowed to work with other people. That I don't think they should have control over. A company should be able to do what they want. But yeah. my people is not, I'm not sending my people to impact just because you got a fucking deal with impact. No, no, no. No, no, no not like, like that. If no. I'm like, I'm, I would do it this way. If you're, I'm not going to tell you what you can do with your company. But here's how this is going to work for me. I want to work with you in terms of um, us rotating out talent, possibly doing storylines with each other. Your company's showing on mine. My company's showing on yours. We make it 50-50. Sometimes we win, sometimes we lose, but we work it out so that it, it betters the story, so that it makes sure the story is worthwhile, right? 
The only thing that I ask is while those wrestlers are working with my company, they don't work for anybody else except you guys and us. That's it. Because I think that's only fair. Because number one, if you do it the way that AEW is doing it, you are opening up the doors for injury, number one. Number two, and that's one of the things that WWE, why they don't do this, is because you overwork your superstars, like Moxley overworked himself, wrestling in many indie companies, moving and shaking, he ended up getting reactivated an older injury and getting a different injury, which sidelined him, which could have cut down his career by a long shot. That's a, one of the reasons why they don't do this. And number two, it's the plainest way I can put it, is I don't, I'm not an executive of Amazon and then, you know, shop at Walmart. At least if I do, you don't know that. You're not, I'm going to direct you to Amazon if I work for Amazon, okay? That's the simplest way to put it. You don't put your eggs in another company's basket. Well, you well what I mean by yourself. that, it, I don't mean like, so like, let's say we have a Bushi, Bushi from, Abushi have a strong neck from New Japan. Let's say we have a, we have him have a match with Seth Rollins. I don't mean like he has a match with Seth Rollins and the very next week he has the match on AEW with Cody Rhodes. But like if we're doing something with Abushi and Seth Rollins, yeah, he's not going to be allowed to go and work other promotions until whenever you know that's that's over and done with. For me, I wouldn't if I was going to do it my way. I would have MLW from the start be developmental and NXT people you can't be until we get that up and going and do something really great with it. For the things like Stardom and Shimmer and New Japan, I would probably use my main roster people. But at the same time, if I have someone on the main roster that's in a storyline with someone, I'm not going to have them do something else with another wrestler in another company. I'm going to use people that I'm not using. So if this Bianca Belair, she's a SmackDown champion, I'm not going to put her in something with another company because I need you to be focused on this storyline. I would use uh, someone like the Riot Squad if I'm not using them to go up against someone in Shimmer or um, New Japan or something like that. So I would make sure that you're stuck to one thing and I'm not having you wrestle this person and this person and this person. Because if not everybody got in a ricochet Sasha sock, neck not everybody got that and everyone got that strong neck to where they can <laughs> they can handle all that crunch you know what I'm saying that is a that. hot mess she's fucking stupid but I think they should work with other companies um I think that'll be a good thing and I know a lot of wrestlers would love to do that I've, I've seen in interviews how they would love to have you know WWE open the doors um, for the, and I think you to bring some life back into WWE as far as like certain areas. I mean, they still need to work on their storylines and everything else. Well, but I when think they come in charge, I think that's highly possible. I think, uh, yeah, I think that'll be a really. I'm still waiting to see Satamora whoop somebody's ass on Raw. Nicole, what do, you, what do you think? Did you haven't said much. What do you think? Sorry, I'm kind of high right now. Um, <laughs> it's okay. <laughs> Fine. Um, I would. This might not make sense. I would try if I were to do something like that. I would try to keep MLW as equal footing as possible without 
and trumping over um, Raw and SmackDown too much. I would have them a little bit above NXT, but not above the main roster, if that makes sense. Yeah. Um, With Stardom and stuff like that, I would do that like a very loose, loose partnership. And by loose, I mean like, like special appearances. Yeah. Okay. Like I wouldn't do like, like a matches? whole like yeah, like yeah. a couple matches. They like SummerSlam. SummerSlam, um WrestleMania for sure. Yeah, and, and like keep it even, like say like there's this I big would... huge thing and like Tony Storm pops back up after so many X amount of years. Or do that with Asuka, like she pops up after so many X years without being there. And with EO and mm-hmm. um, so many others. Like, I would also do stuff, like, so it could be balanced. Or, like, Survivor okay. Series. If you don't have them in a five-on-five, five, have, like, a little Survivor Series kind of thing. But I would probably, yeah, Nicole is right. I, I don't know if I would do that with Survivor Series. I would just do that with a new, what was that? What was that pay-per-view um, that was, like, Survivor? It was Bragging Rights. Yeah, bragging rights. I would bring back bragging rights and do that. I, use, I wouldn't want to bog all of this down with Survivor Series. I would use yeah. Worlds Collide. If they could do something with Worlds Collide, that'd be great, too. Worlds Collide would be a perfect opportunity to do it. Because, I mean, it's literally in the name. <laughs> yeah. I would, yeah, yeah, and that's what I would, yeah, and that's what I would do. I would um especially stuff like that like I would keep it as even as possible like the same thing with like um New Japan Mm -hmm. be like y'all want um Seth Rollins for a storyline for Wrestle Kingdom and they'd be like sure I'll take them take them for a couple months and then they could be like hey do you want um real bullet club for for a couple Give months for G-O-D. a storyline. G.O.D. Sure. versus Adam Cole, Finn Balor. Are those Fuck, only two yeah. Is those the only two in Bullet Club that's in WWE or am I tripping? What? Yeah. I think is it, uh, in WWE isn't Finn Balor and Adam Cole the only um, Bullet Club members that are in WWE? Not currently. Are the only yeah, two I- left. Yeah, I would have that. I would have, if I'm not doing anything with Sasha and she loves working in Japan, I'd send Sasha over there. I definitely would send the Ride Squad over there. Yeah, I would definitely send the Ride Squad over there. Natty, you I would send Charlotte over there. Yep. I'd send Charlotte for sure. Hell, she might be the first person on a fucking. I'd send her first before I'd send Sasha. I mean, I think she. That, I think she would benefit as. Mm-hmm. I think she would benefit as an all-around performer from that. Yeah, and it would help more of. I I wouldn't. I don't want to say image because I don't like that. But it was soft because people just they have to miss her in order to understand that she's. Yeah, she but no, not even that. I think it would benefit her more towards like other fans. Hmm. Okay. Do you, I, I I can't think of a word that that sums that up, but yeah, honestly, she'd be the first person I'd send. I'd send um Charlotte's ass over there. Um, who else would? Sasha on her way out. 
But if she wants to go, yeah. But yeah, I'm mean, like, you want to go. Like one foot in the door and one foot in Hollywood. She ain't pressed about. <laughs> no. <laughs> she is not pressed. I'm Honestly. Dead. I don't want to all oh, with the baby. I don't know if Becky didn't Becky, have the baby. I was gonna I say would... I was I was gonna say Becky because she's working. I mean, if they could send Becky and um, Seth at the same time at the same yeah. time, yeah, send them at the same time. Have them be over there for like a month or two. Yeah, um, have them come back. Um, on this is for some reason I I wouldn't send Roman over there. No, no, I wouldn't send him. I wouldn't either. Yeah, I wouldn't send Roman. Although I, I think Cesaro. Roman was there, okay. I just don't think yeah. he needs to go. I, I would send Cesaro. Yeah, he, he doesn't I need would, to go. I would send, depending on his contract, I'd be like, could you, I know you're backstage doing some stuff, but Daniel Bryan, if you don't mind doing like a couple of things over there. Oh, he like, would have to go. Like yeah, one Daniel's or two a year, I would send Daniel Bryan over there. I would send Shinsuke Nakamura he'd be on. He'd be on the play before Charlotte. <laughs> Period. <laughs> Shinsuke Nakamura would be He'd be like, what's going on? I was like, don't worry. Your stuff is packed. <laughs> you, um, Bree. Yeah, yeah Bertie and Bree and the baby are already on the plane. Get on the plane. <laughs> <laughs> He'd be like, uh, what? Get on the plane. Your family's Just because he's so beloved in Japan even now. Yeah. I know people would uh, not agree to it. But for just a one-off, I would send Rey Mysterio over there just because he's yeah, still no, belongs there. Right no. now. He'd be on the send... before Daniel Bryan would. I would send Rey he Mysterio gotta go. over there. He mm-hmm. gotta go. He gotta go home. And Dominic gotta go until they yep. do something with him. Because I'm sick of it. <laughs> I would send to, I honestly I would send Tizawa over there. Yeah, because he deserves better. I'm shocked I she guess has to... a job though. But Akira says she in it. You're gonna pay me. <laughs> Yeah, as long as my hours. check clear, I don't mm-hmm. give a shit. Clear it. So yeah, and then like she has Shimmer and uh, Stardom wise, yeah, Charlotte be like, Charlotte be like, why is there a bunch of luggage here? Uh, here's your plane ticket. You, we got a car ready for you. I you got to be at the airport. Too, because like I think hour. that she needs the exposure, and mm-hmm. I think that if you are in a different setting, in a different country, like. Japan and being there, it's going to make you a more well-rounded character and individual all around. So I think Charlotte could definitely benefit from that. Mm-hmm. And more specifically, she'll understand that the fans in Japan are different from the fans here. You could be yeah. heel or face, and they still, they have the utmost respect for you, regardless. Can you now, imagine her walking down that ramp with her robe? Child boy. You know they gonna you know they gonna see grown men wearing her whole gear, robe, wig, everything. That shit tripped me out. I said what? Like Oscar when Oscar went back to Japan when oh, they were over yeah. there, it was grown fucking men with her whole on. I would send Oscar so, so for one match only. I would send Oscar and Eo over there. Re, um, re, she's already over there. I'd be like, y'all want to do like a tag team, Oscar and Eo versus someone of your choosing. And, Kyrie um, Sane's over there already. Kyrie, right? Yeah, Ky- Kyrie Sane. Yeah, um, you guys States, do uh, make sure they don't not turn our head. Jesus Christ! <laughs> I'm so tired. I don't know what to do. Mm-hmm. I'd be sending them people over there. 
When I tell you Daniel Bryan what Daniel Bryan wouldn't even be able to blink, he'd be on plane. So that was me. <laughs> they got a lot of women wrong here. And yeah. if this rumor happens to become true, it's a smart decision. And I like it. It also proves that they are trying to move things into new directions. Speaking of which, the final wrestling news topic of the night. WWE has been restructuring their company for a while. Pretty much all of 2021, they've been in a restructuring phase. They fired some people, and they've promoted some people. Jason Jordan has been promoted to lead producer. Now, our friend Tirza made a good point. She said that she believed that should have went to Tyson Kidd, which is TJ, that is Natalia's husband. She felt like Tyson Key should have gotten that promotion. Obviously, something that Jason Jordan did, they like, and they gave it to, to Jason Jordan for him to be the lead producer. John Cone also got an, a promotion. He is second in command to John Laurinaitis. So, you'll talk to Cone before you talk to Laurinaitis when it comes to Wait, I thought he took over John's spot and then John got moved to this, he's still in talent relations, but he got moved over to a different department of talent relations. And then John, John Laurinaitis was lead producer first, yeah. and then he gave it to Jason Jordan. So John Laurinaitis exclusively does his time in talent relations. From my understanding, John Cone was a part of um, talent, relation, talent relations and production, but he got demoted around the time that everybody was getting released. They then gave him his job back in talent relations, but he is under Laurinaitis. He's second in command to Laurinaitis. Laurinaitis is the top guy. Now, I don't, from my understanding, Laurinaitis is in command of talent relations when it comes to that third party stuff. So yeah, he's still only talking, messing with that technically. Because they split the talent relations department into two. So the reason why they said that is because Cone is going to deal with talent on the level when it comes to WWE stuff. Laurinaitis yeah, will, okay. will only step in if necessary, but he handles stuff with dealing with their agents and focusing on their deals with outside um, companies like Hollywood agents. He deals with their contracts when it comes to Cricket Wireless, when it comes to their stuff with their um, their movie studios, that kind of thing. That's, okay, that's, yeah, that's, that's what I was that's what I was trying to say. Like I thought he got moved over to the agency side and John Cohn is the talent relations W okay. Yeah that's what he I was is. So, the last promotion is Adam Pierce. Adam Pierce has been promoted to director of live events. Now, Pierce still produces matches for SmackDown and Raw. He's still held, he's a part of the production team. But when it comes to that, Jason Jordan is your last line of defense for that. He's your number one guy. When it comes to the roadies and all that good stuff, when it comes to their live events, where they go, how the show is structured, that all falls on Pierce. 
So when they do start moving again and they do start having to produce shows, it looks like Jason Jordan and Adam Pierce will be working in tandem. They're going to be the tag team that's going to be moving the shows forward. They have not really done anything in terms of creative just yet, but they are slowly sweeping through WWE, changing people out and bringing new people in. People from companies across the board, companies like Etsy, Walmart, Amazon, Target, executives that are leaving their posts in these places are coming over to WWE. You also have people who are leaving big agent companies, big talent agency companies like CAA and people who used to work for um, the SAG um, Guild and that kind of stuff, they're also being put in position in WWE as well. So Nick Khan is restructuring the company so that they have the minds that will work together with him to move WWE into a new era. He just got a little bit more work to do when it comes to creative. Nick Khan, if you listen to anything that we say, I need you to move swiftly like God's right-hand man and get rid of Bruce Pritchard and Kevin Dunn today, okay? Even if you can't get rid of them, demote they ass so they can't do nothing but just wait their contract out because at this point, No, you are not catering to your fans, okay? You're not, okay? You have to do better. And I don't care how much restructuring you do in the company itself, if you don't fix the product, you won't have a fucking company to restructure. Simple. Just just fix it. We ain't asking for much. I don't care who you got as champion. I don't care who's on the roster. Make it so that it's worthwhile watching. Because you can't have a WWE media mobile company without your baseline core of what keeps your company running. It's like having a nice new car and the engine is bad. It doesn't work. Yeah, I mean, that's what I was saying. I was like, you can do all the rearranging in the hierarchy, but if what we're seeing on TV is still the same, it's what's the point? Like, it's I think he's smart enough that he realizes the correlation. Yeah, he has. To. I think he's. Yeah, I think he. I think he realizes it. But again, it's like those people have been there for so long. You can't just like. You have to like be sneaky about it. Just a moment. Just make them make them so they like they got the head of the Romans or something. Put them in the head of the, the electronics team. You know, the ones that run the, the boards in the back and make sure we see the right graphics because even they fuck up, okay? Just, <laughs> just make sure they do that. You know, put them in the production truck. You know, don't let them talk. Don't give them no damn microphone. Don't do none of that. Just just have the ass and standing outside, you know, when they fuck up the production truck and then you yell at them, you know, do that. And put somebody else in charge because we just... You just can't you can't keep going and going and going and hitting your head up against the wall. That's like it's insane. And you know full well that it's not it's not giving you a good return when Monday Night Raw is your oldest flagship show and out of all of your product, that's the worst one. There's no 
rhyme or reason to it most of the time. It's heavily repetitive. You don't give people clean storylines. Some people don't get clean wins most of the time. You're watching it and you're hoping for change and you're not getting it. So this is just on the bottom level. You're starting at the top and you're working your way down. I need you to move a little faster and just fix it. <laughs> just fix it. And I see slow changes because Raw has gotten better and better. It's been watchable. It's not great, but it's not terrible either. So the more the changes that they make, the better it can become. So I'm hoping for sure that, that is what's got, that's what's happening. This is what we're being led to. Because you, you just got to fix this. Other than that, wrestling news is over unless the two ladies have something else to say about that. I had a hamburger. Oh, oh Jesus. Oh, my God. But that's all we got. So, bye. Peace up, Bye. Bacon, <laughs> Oh, my God. Hold on. Cat, come on. <laughs>